Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V, the number 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Nuggets. Uh, I am your host, Asher Levy, as always, joined by my uh, my lovely co-host, Gage Bridgeford. How you doing today, man? I'm doing well. Glad to be back. Obviously, we've taken a couple weeks off here because of uh, Summer League happening, you being out at Summer League, which we're going to focus on today, as well as uh, you were dealing with some sickness last week. And you were like, hey, can we record tomorrow because I'm not feeling well today? And I'm like, dude, let's just wait till the weekend. And so now we are recording today, getting to talk to the people about some Nuggets content. And this is basically the last bit of real Nuggets content we'll have until uh, over the next probably month and a half or two months or so, because with football season starting, the NBA really just kind of takes a giant break and says, all right, we'll go ahead and let NFL dominate for August and then first part of September before they really start doing anything. Yeah. uh, As Gage mentioned, uh, the reason that we took a few weeks off was, Uh, One, I was in Summer League for about a week uh, covering Summer League for the Stiffs. I got uh, an exclusive with Calvin Booth and Peyton Watson. That's up on Stiffs if you want to go read that. It's about Peyton Watson's development going forward, uh, Calvin, his, like, approach to the pick and how they're going to, you know, move forward. Peyton talks about how he thought Summer League helped him develop as a player, how it helped him get live reps, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so if you want, you're interested in that, go read that. It's on Denver Stiffs. And then uh, when I got back from Vegas, I tested positive for COVID. So I was uh, knocked out of commission for a few days. Uh, I'm all better now. I'm out of quarantine. But uh, that was that situation. But anyways, uh, talking about uh, Summer League, the Nuggets went, uh, I believe, uh, two and three in Summer League or three and two. One of, one of the two, I forget exactly. And they had uh, a lot of interesting roster talent uh, this season. They had, of course, their uh, two first-round picks in Christian Brown and Peyton Watson. Christian Brown sat the last game. Peyton Watson played all five. Then they had their uh, two-way guys being Colin Gillespie as the uh, only two-way going into Summer League. And then they had a competition for, you know, who would get that second summer league spot uh, or second two-way spot rather at summer league. They brought in uh, Adonis arms, Matt Mitchell, Kellen Grady and Jack white. And those were like the four favorites throughout the process. And it ended up going to Jack white who uh, is coming over from Australia. He played four years at Duke before that. And he earned that second two-way spot through his summer league play. And then they also had uh, their second round pick, Ishmael Kamgate, who will be stashed uh, this season in Europe, but he played for the Nuggets at Summer League. And it was an interesting uh, environment to, to be in because there were a lot of things that went against what we saw at 
you know, these guys' previous stops, and there were a lot of things that we saw, you know, develop or uh, just carry over. Like Christian Brown, uh, he was typically a good shooter at Kansas, and he could not hit the bare side of a barn at Summer League. He shot 12.5% from three uh, in Summer League. But he also was a good defender, like really good defender. He looked like an NBA defender. He was using his body to check guys. He was using his physicality well, and he was doing other things. Like he averaged nearly five assists a game. That's more than what he was averaging at Kansas. And he was doing some ball handling stuff. I don't really think that that will transfer over because a lot of the stuff he showed was uh, against summer league competition. And I don't think it'll transfer against uh, NBA competition. I think his ceiling, ideally he becomes a, you know, a secondary or tertiary ball handler, but for the time being, I don't think that's really realistic. Uh, Peyton Watson is the other nuggets first round pick. He had one really good game. And then the rest of his games were uh, mixed bags. Really? He did not shoot the ball. Well, either uh, shot uh, 12% from three and uh, both of them, Christian Brown shot 30% from the field. Peyton Watson shot 32%, uh, but they uh, like Christian Brown, Peyton Watson showed good uh, defensive, you know, good defensive tools had a lot of good moments defensively. I think overall there's a lot to refine with his game, but he definitely showed flashes. He ran point guard for some lineups. He had a, a few lobs uh, that were completed, but it definitely showed that he does have a ways to go. He looked less complete than Christian, which is to be expected, and he'll likely be spending a lot of time uh, with the gold this upcoming season. And he's more than willing to do that. You know, it's a thing that the team and him are going to be collaborating on. They have that development plan moving forward. Peyton Watson won't really be a huge factor for the Nuggets this season, but long-term there's definitely, you know, the upside there. That's the mindset going into that pick was long-term. It's not a one season stop for Peyton. Christian was a little more, uh, not even concerning because I think a lot of it could just be chalked up to a cold streak. He, the shots he was taking were good he impacted the game in basically every other sense. And I mean, there's not a ton to take away from either of these two. It's summer league. I think Peyton uh, is a better case because like you can get a lot of reps from him and you can watch what he does and how to fix those things because at UCLA, he didn't get to play a ton because of, you know, 10 guys returning to that roster, which is a lot. And then also missing his senior season due to COVID uh, happening when that, when he was going into his senior uh, year in high school. So there's not, he hasn't gotten a ton of live reps and for him to just get out there and get, you know, acclimated to an NBA environment is good. Even if it's a summer league environment for Christian, he looks good, but you would hope he looked good. It was summer league. He didn't dominate or anything, but he had, you know, good defensive impact. He impacted it in a lot of margins. And then uh, Ishmael Kamagate and Colin Gillespie played mainly like veterans, which is what you would want from a five-year college player and from someone who has experience overseas. Uh, Kamagate uh, had a lot of 
times where he just played big and he shot 80% from the field. He didn't shoot a three, but you know, that's not really what he's going to do, at least initially. I think he has some shooting upside. He shot well from uh, the mid range at summer league, or at least shot, you know, well enough to, you know, he might have some shooting upside. And he also showed that in Europe uh, for Paris this past season, he rebounded well, he defended the rim. Well, uh, there were definitely some things with him where you would like him to be more uh, refined. His passing was a little willy nilly uh, at times. He had some nice passes, but overall was, you know, pretty raw offensively outside of just setting a screen, rolling to the rim and dunking or, you know, occasionally making a mid range jumper. But there are things that he showed, you know, defensively speaking, played well, played with size, rebounded well, used his physical tools well. And I think, you know, one more year in Europe and then bring him back next season, get him in the Nuggets system, uh, develop him here and have him be the backup center next season is probably the plan with him. That's what I would do at least. And then Colin Gillespie was, you know, a leader for the Nuggets summer league team. He didn't shoot like the best, but he didn't shoot the worst either. About 40, 28, 80 splits with forces game, five rebounds, uh, two stocks a game, and then only one and a half turnovers. He was a calming presence for the, every game that he did play. He had uh, a lot of veteranness to him, which is nice to see from a rookie. He definitely took out in a leadership role there. And you could see that like he had a lot of playmaking responsibility on him. And you could see that because he sat out the last game and the last game, there was a lot of uh, times where the wheels came off for the nuggets And it just didn't look as fluid as it did with uh, Colin on the floor. Uh, And then Jack White, who earned the second two-way spot, he played with a lot of hustle. He shot well from three when he did shoot 50%. I don't expect that to be nearly his percentage uh, if he does get playing time. But he does look like his shot has improved since, you know, Australia and Duke. Uh, He shot 70% from the field. He rebounded well, averaging seven rebounds a game. He just impacted a lot with his hustle, with his, he played very intelligently. He played pretty sound defense. He's not someone who's going to wow you. And I think he has a lower ceiling than say an Adonis arms, but it's a two-way spot. They wanted someone who was a safe contributor and Adonis uh, had one really good game, but that was uh, the fifth game and Jack White had been signed the day prior. So uh, while they still could waive Jack White and sign Adonis to a two-way deal, which is possible, Adonis, uh, Arms, and Kellen Grady both have Exhibit 10 contracts with uh, the Nuggets, which means they will be going into training camp with the Nuggets and will probably be with the G League team. Uh, they could waive Jack White and sign Adonis Arms, but I don't really expect that to happen. Uh, Jack White is sort of just you know, another body you could throw out there. He fills a lot of the same niches that say a Vlatko would, but I do think he's a better player overall than Vlatko. I think he does a lot of things the same, but uh, better. He's a two-way spot. I don't think it matters too, too much what the Nuggets decided to do with that because ideally you're not relying on a two-way guy. Uh, What were your kind of takeaways from Summer League 
in the film you saw? Yeah, uh, obviously I wasn't as up close and personal as you were, but I did get the chance to look through some of the stuff a little bit. You pointed out that Christian Brown kind of impacted the game in a lot of ways. And just looking through like some of the team total stats, there's no doubt about it. He led the team in points, assists, and steals, despite only playing in three or four of the five games. He also was fourth in total rebounds, fourth in blocks, and and then the like so of the five major stats, he was top four in all five, including leading three of them despite playing a game fewer than a lot of the guys on the team. Um, you mentioned, yeah, he struggled with his shot, and that's probably just a cold streak. And it's also probably the fact that he's probably going to get used to the three-point line. It's a longer three-point line. There's no – it's a longer three-point line than we see than he saw in college. And even if he was taking deep threes in college, there's kind of a difference between taking those deep threes in college and taking regulation threes in the NBA. He also was running into the issue of he's going to have a lot of focus on him of he was the guy and he's going to have a lot on his shoulders at summer league. And presumably when he makes the transition to the regular season NBA minutes, he's not going to be the guy that everyone's paying attention to. He's going to be a guy, but he's not going to be the guy. And I think that that'll probably help him uh, play his role a little bit more. Obviously we know that he's a passionate guy that is going to have no problem embracing the moment and being the bigger, like being the, the guy, but I don't think that that's going, I think he'll still be, able to thrive in a role where he's allowed to grow and develop alongside the star group that the team has developed already. I will say that um, Colin Gillespie was a guy that popped off uh, the film for me. He was, uh, he was the first person that when I went to, I was going to write a film Friday piece on summer league a, a few couple weeks ago. And due to the NBA's YouTube channel and whoever else uh, making it impossible to download any film. I kind of couldn't do that, but I did see some things from Colin Gillespie that I loved. Uh, he, his ability to drive and then kick out to open shooters. So even when he looked like he had nowhere to go with the ball other than put up a tough shot, he was still able to keep his head up, keep his eyes up and find open shooters. Um, and just as long as you're hitting shots, he was finding like he, as long as you were open, he was finding you, which uh, I love to see. That's why he was him and Brown were the only two guys on the team with more than nine assists. And they both only played four games. So uh, Jack White, I kind of agree with you uh, in terms of the he might he probably brings more than Vlatko at, at this point. Vlatko is largely just there for with Jokic and Jack White played his role really well. Like you said, he hustled a lot. He was flying around the floor, just trying to constantly make things happen. And there's a reason that he's the guy that got that second two-way spot. I know a lot of us kind of thought Adonis Arms might have a shot at that, but it just wasn't meant to be. And White is a guy that you know that if he ends up on the floor for you one night, he's going to just hustle and try and dog his opponent for the every second that he's out there. He was first in rebounds. He like for that he was first in rebounds for the summer league team. He was second in blocks with five. He was fifth in points. He wasn't like you said wasn't the best passer. Only had five pat like five assists. Um, but he did take care of the ball. Only had six turnovers. I know you kind of mentioned that Ismail kind of was a little sloppy with the ball. He did have twelve, which was uh, second on the team behind only Peyton Watson, who I know that you said you got to interview him and you were. I, we, I know you uh, kind of talked in the stiff Slack chat that you were very impressed. And obviously you ended up writing a piece on uh, Peyton Watson. And, and I, I was glad to see some positive feedback after you not being the biggest Peyton Watson fan after the, after the draft, but 
and I know that you are still acknowledging that growth needs to happen here, but that's that's okay. We can see that there is a path for growth there. He did show some flashes while he was out there. Yeah, wasn't the best shooter. Only shot two of 17 from three, but he's got time to grow. He's got plenty. He'll have the ability to do that here in the G League this year uh, and possibly even next year, depending on uh, where he's at a year from now. Um, I still kind of, I kind of wish Ismail was on the NBA roster or at least on this side of things this year. I just, I think that he's a good player and I would rather have him over here playing with, even if it was in the G league, I would rather that than having him play in Europe, but that's more just because I want the nuggets to be able to have a direct hand on his development right now, rather than picking it up in a year and hoping that he's just progressed. I think that he will but I just would rather him be over here because additionally, if he shows a lot of growth, you can't take him. Like if you just see some film on him this year and he's just doing amazing for Paris, you can't just say, Hey, we're going to call him up to the main roster for the playoff run. You can't do that. If he was on the G league, you could possibly do that. You could find you could find a roster spot and figure it out. But so now we're just going to have to hope that a year from now he's ready to go and ready to come up to the main stage after that. I mean, like there's flashes from other guys that we saw, but I'm not really too focused on them because obviously they didn't make the final roster. So I'm not hugely heartbroken about not focusing on those guys. I'm, I want to focus on just the guys that we have. And I think that Denver has a good young group here. I like Brown Gillespie Watson white. Um, I liked a lot of what I saw out of those guys. And I think that, uh, Calvin Booth has had a very good offseason so far. I mean, if you like say the DeAndre Jordan signing, I have no no real big notes for uh, Booth as of July 26th when we're recording this. Yeah, I think uh, Calvin has done a fantastic job this offseason. He addressed a lot of the needs that the Nuggets showed that they absolutely needed in the playoffs. He went out and got far better defenders than what the Nuggets uh, had beforehand. He got Bruce Brown, got Ken Tavius Caldwell-Pope. There were some key losses with Monte Morris and Will Barton, but both of them sort of showed that they had skill sets that the Nuggets didn't need as much as, you know, they needed defense. And Bruce Brown is a very, very, very good defender. Contavious Caldwell-Pope is a good defender. They both uh, help the offense in different ways, but I think that Calvin has really brought a new tone to the roster. He's reformed it in a way that doesn't lose the offensive firepower that the Nuggets are capable of, but does sure up the other end of the floor, which has been their Achilles heel for as long as you know they've been a title contender, really. The best defense they had was the Gary Harris, Torrey Craig, Jeremy Grant team in the bubble. And ever since then, they've sort of been a lackluster defense uh, defensively or uh, in the playoffs. And I think now with the new personnel that he brought to the table, he uh, has addressed a lot of those needs and makes the Nuggets a better uh, playoff team, makes them more of a favorite to be a contender. And I think he's done a lot of things well. 
I hope that he gets extended personally. I would rather have him shirt up than have to go through yet another executive. I don't know if the Cronkies will do that, but my personal opinion is that I think Calvin has done enough and has shown enough to offer him that extension, uh, get him on a longer term deal and let him see through the development of not only the guys who have played in summer league, but of the roster as a whole, uh, like with Peyton Watson, that was Calvin's guy. Like Calvin was the one behind that pick. Uh, and I would like to him to be able to see the development through of the guys he picked and of the guys he traded for. He signed KCP to an extension. I would like to see him uh, have his vision seen through. And what does the roster look like with Tim Connolly? I think it looks different. I think that the Nuggets probably don't have as good of defenders. I think, you know, a lot of the things that were done this offseason don't happen under Tim Connolly. I still think Tim Connolly did a fantastic job. I think he still does good moves this offseason. But I do think Calvin has a certain, uh, has a different way of approaching things. And I think we will see if that uh, is fortuitous uh, this coming season. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I have, uh, much else to offer at this point. I mean, kind of, like I said earlier, the nuggets are in kind of a dead zone in terms of content to talk about. Uh, they went two and three in summer league. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Um, I don't know the last time that a team that did super well in summer league ended up doing super well in the regular season. Um, summer league has a little to no impact. Uh, upon the immediate future, especially considering the fact that looking at the guys that played for the Nuggets in Summer League, we have Christian Brown and Colin Gillespie are probably the only two guys that I see playing regular minutes for or playing minutes for Denver this year. Peyton Watson, a lot of G League time. Jack White will be a body on the bench, but I don't think that he'll spend a ton of time actually playing. I don't think he'll see a ton of minutes barring uh, unforeseen injuries. After that, I mean, there's just there's just not a ton here to worry about now. Um, hopefully, Brown is able to kind of iron out some of those shooting issues, which I think that he will be. Uh, I, I think that this, the shooting stroke that he has is good and solid, so I'm not super concerned about him in that um, aspect of things. And at the end of the day, I mean, we're just – now it's time to hurry up and wait and uh, start looking ahead to the Nuggets – 2022-2023 season and uh, quest for a championship. Yep. I We have reached the point where we will be uh, getting creative with content. I'll say that much. But uh, other than that, I don't have anything else to say. So thank you so much for listening. We have been uh, Believe in Nuggets. We are presented uh, by Bet Online, And uh, yeah, you can find me and Gage's uh, written work at Denver Stiffs, specifically for the Nuggets. You can find uh, Gage's other content uh, at G-Bridge for NFL at, on Twitter. You can find mine at Asher Levy NBA. I'll be releasing uh, draft content uh, throughout the cycle as well. Uh, that'll be up on my Twitter. And yeah, uh, those both of those Twitters will be linked in the episode notes. So thank you for listening. Hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.